Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of The Wake Up Call. In today's episode, I'm going to help you break down the differences between enthusiasm and motivation. And this is something that's been on my mind for most of the day, actually. And I've been kind of inspired to unpack this a little bit for you guys because I find that this is actually probably one of the things that a lot of people don't kind of understand is the difference between being enthusiastic and excited about something and actually having motivation. So we've all had spells and times where we've said, oh, I've just got no motivation. I just can't be bothered. I just, I don't have the motivation to do it today. Um, and while that's all well and good, and it's, it's a phrase that is, you know, repeated quite frequently, I think a lot of people actually have it wrong. And I think they're actually confusing the word motivation with enthusiasm. And I'm gonna I'm gonna explain why that is. Um, and fundamentally, I believe this is why a lot of people can't stay on track or pursue their goals after the, that initial spark or the creation of a goal. You know, you, you you sit down and you think, hmm, what do I want to achieve with my life? You know, what do I what do I want to change about my body? What improvements would I like to see? How, how would I what would I like to be different or better about my life? So you know, you create that initial you know, goal or you sit down and get a burst of inspiration and you're all excited and enthusiastic. And then, you know, gradually, slowly but surely, you know, the, the honeymoon phase subsides and, you know, your your level of excitement and enthusiasm starts to dwindle. It starts to disappear. So before I discuss the difference between motivation and enthusiasm, I actually want to define what they mean because in order for us to, you know, dissect a versus B or vice versa, we have to understand what they actually mean. So this is from Merriam-Webster. Motivation, I'm gonna start at motivation. Motivation. This is what it means. A motivating force, stimulus, or influence. So it is about incentive and drive. So the f- couple of examples, uh, or an example. The fear of failure was the motivation for his achievements. So in that small short example, this person uh, succeeded or achieved something because the fear of failure was his driving force. Okay, so they did X, Y, and Z, or they accomplished something because of the impending fear that they had of failing. Okay, um, so that's that's sort of the definition of motivation. Now, if we look at enthusiasm. A practice or interest that is very popular for a short time. So it says this year's enthusiasm is often next year's laughing stock. Um, some synonyms for enthusiasm, and this is really interesting. I, I, I saw this and I thought this is going to be great to go with. So some synonyms for enthusiasm: buzz, chic, craze, uh, fad, fashion, flavor, um, mode. Trend, vogue. If we think about, you know, what that sort of entails and what it encapsulates, enthusiasm is 
these are all the different methods okay these are all the different perhaps programs or diets or products that you see that capture your attention and oh i'm kind of excited i'm enthusiastic this this looks like something i'd like to be a part of or i would like to try so there's no underlying drive or purpose behind that uh, advertisement that maybe comes up or you know that product that gets flaunted on tv but it, it stimulates you it it in it, it creates a bit of excitement, a bit of buzz. And that's enthusiasm. It's done nothing for you on a deeper level, but it's just caught your attention. It's a fad, it's a gimmick. It's just in your face. And I think that's where a lot of people fundamentally go wrong is because they're always looking for something that is surface level. And this is what I would say is perhaps more of the enthusiasm side of things. You see something, you like the look of it, you like what it's proposing to do, at a shallow level and you think yes that excites me i'm enthusiastic to try that or give that a go and then you know before you know it that enthusiasm wears off and this is this is how it sort of plays out this is just an example but it can be applied for a lot of different things and a lot of different goals that you might have so first and foremost i'm going to use the example of somebody starting a diet so maybe you want to lose weight maybe you've got to the point where you're sick and tired of the person you see in the mirror or you know you've just been you know, playing below your best and you think, oh, I really, I should be in better shape. I, I should be in better condition than when I am right now. So I'm actually prepared to do something about it. So you decide you're gonna make some changes to your nutrition. Maybe you start on a diet. Um, and I just wanna clarify that quickly. When I say diet, it doesn't have to be one of the big or popular or fad diets that make the rounds. Um, I was having a conversation with a, a client of mine recently and we were talking about 75 hard. That's the mental toughness program I did last year. And she asked me, she's like, what, uh, what diet did you do? I told her I did the Jesse Fuller diet, which is the truth. I did the diet for me. Um, one of the rules on 75 hard is no cheap meals and no alcohol. I know for me what constitutes a cheap meal. So I chose to eat in alignment of my goals and stay within the framework that I created, okay? I'd created some rules and I, I knew what constituted being on track or off track or abiding by the rules or not, okay? So let's say you, you wanna lose some weight, you wanna you know, slim down and you know, become more defined, more toned, if you will. So you start on that diet because of the purpose or the end goal that it will provide you. You've got an outcome that you would like to see happen, whether it be seeing the number on the scales drop, you know, fitting into your clothing and having it actually be, you know, loose as opposed to, you know, really form fitting and tight around your body. So in the moment, you're extremely enthusiastic about it. It excites you, the prospect of losing that weight and, you know, seeing your body transform. You know, that's exciting, you know, to picture yourself going from point A, where you are right now, to point B, your ideal end state. It's stimulating, it's exciting. You get enthusiastic about, cool, this is what I this is what my life could look like. This is what my body could potentially look like in three, six, 12 months time. But after the initial burst of excitement, your level of enthusiasm will naturally start to diminish. It will decrease over time. You're not, contrary to popular belief, you are not going to wake up every day buzzing with energy, with a smile on your face saying, yeah, let's get after it again. It's, that doesn't happen, I'm sorry to say. 
Okay, you're gonna have days where you know you feel like yes, you're energetic and you're excited to get after the prospect of whatever it is you're you're searching for and whatever you're pursuing, but it's not going to be every day. So gradually, especially if you're doing if you're pursuing a long-term goal, you have to understand that your level of enthusiasm will fluctuate. You there'll be some days where you're like, let's go, foot to the floor, accelerate, you're you're getting after it at high speeds and you're really putting in the effort. And there will be other days where you get up and you're like, I just don't want to eat that food for breakfast. I really don't feel like training. So this is your level of enthusiasm or your level of excitement fluctuating, going up and down. But over time, it will probably start to diminish. But here's the thing. Your motivation for the goal, the reason that you started, your purpose of actually creating this goal, as long as that is still important to you, your level of motivation shouldn't have changed. So it's a small and it's a subtle distinction. But if you have, let's say you have 10, 20 or 30 or more kilograms to lose, and you stand up and you say, I've had enough. I actually wanna finally do something about it. I wanna reclaim my body. I wanna get back to the person that I know is inside me and is currently buried or is hidden behind all of these layers. So you take a moment to actually go deeper within yourself to say, this is not me. This is not the person I want to be. So that is your motivation. That's your purpose. That's your driver. Okay, that should remain. As long as your motivation or purpose is there, I can't see why that would fluctuate. As long as it is meaningful to you. And this is where nobody can put a goal on you. You have to decide your own goal whether it be weight loss, whether it be a performance goal and lifting X amount of kilos or competing in, and whatever it might be, it might be a fun run. It might be coming to do my six hour uncover event, whatever it is, whatever goal that you set, that should always be there. It's like the North Star, it's always there. You should always be able to see it and it will guide you. That does not change. What does change is perhaps your level of enthusiasm. So when you say that you're lacking motivation, I think you need to reframe it and change the wording, adjust the language you use, because I reckon for you, a lot of the time, it's just a lack of enthusiasm. You know, you don't feel like eating a salad, you'd prefer chips. I get it, I'm exactly the same. I love chips, they're my vice. So it's like if I had two plates in front of me, and one was a salad, and one was chips, I would want the chips. Now, is that the best option for my goals? Possibly not. So my vote, my motivation, let's say, for example, it is the weight loss. If you have those two options, the motivation is the weight loss. That's the purpose, that's the overarching goal. Your enthusiasm, take the salad, will likely be quite low. You've got two options, salad or chips. Which one looks more tempting? The chips, of course. You know, would you be enthusiastic? This this actually outlines and explains things crystal clear. You got a plate of chips, you got a plate of salad. Okay, here's the salad, eat it. Oh, I don't want the salad. Your head drops, I'd prefer to have the chips. So your enthusiasm, your level of excitement 
Overeating a salad compared to the chips is fucking low. Ah, oh, salad, another one. Ugh, I know it's good for me, but I just don't want to do it. It's, oh, I've had enough. But if I offered you the chips, your level of excitement would rise. You'd be salivating. You'd be, you know, you'd be licking your lips together thinking, oh, that'd be just delicious. So the motivation hasn't changed. The goal's still the same. The goal that, you know, that North Star, that true North, it's still there. If weight loss is the goal, the purpose has been set. We've defined it. I want to lose X amount of kilos, and this is why. That has not changed. The motivation has not changed. But your level of enthusiasm certainly has. I asked you if you wanted a salad. You said, I don't want to. The fact of the matter is this. In that moment, your level of enthusiasm is low, but you can still take the required action. You can still take the right action in the absence of being enthusiastic or excited about it. As long as your motivating goal, the driving force behind why you started in the first place is large enough. So this is, this is actually great news. When you say you're lacking, air quotes, motivation, it's probably just a lack of enthusiasm. And the reason I say that this is great news is because you can still accomplish your big and important goals. You can still take the required actions and make the appropriate decisions for your goals in the absence of enthusiasm. It does take skill, it does take practice, it is a learnable skill, but it is also a perishable skill, which means that if you do not use it, if you do not train it, it will go away. So when you, next time, you know, you're, you're not excited or you're not, you know, super thrilled about taking a specific action. That is the time when you can think about why you started this journey in the first place. You can actually lean on your motivation, the reason that you began. This is how people get shit done, especially when they don't want to. This is why everybody loves, you know, the story of the person who couldn't accomplish anything and they accomplished something massive. We see it all the time in books, in movies, in advertisements, everywhere you look. It's the story of somebody who shouldn't win, who does, who overcome all the odds. And the reason that these things happen and that they are possible is because they lean on their motivation. They are looking past how they feel in the moment. So their enthusiasm level is low. And they're like, that's okay. I'm just gonna do what I need to do. Because the motivation, the purpose, your why is so great. It's a small distincti- uh, distinction, I understand that. Motivation is your purpose. It is why you began in the first place. So your why, your underlying motivation is hopefully going to be enough to take you to the specific actions so you can achieve the result that you have in mind. And sometimes it actually means just stopping. This is where people get, you know, they get lost in the weeds. You're going through the motions, you're you're going about your day-to-day tasks and then you're forced with a decision, A versus B. Sometimes you need to detach yourself from the situation. So that means to step back 
and look objectively at the situation. And you can now start to ask yourself this question. Am I still prepared to do what's required to achieve my motivating goal? Yes, no. If the answer is yes, understand that you are now making a conscious decision to do something in the absence of enthusiasm. So you can you can still make the right choice when you're not excited about it, when it's not thrilling. However, however, if your goal means nothing to you, if it does not excite you and stimulate you, then you have a bigger problem to deal with. Because even if you understand the consequences of not living a certain way, or changing your behaviors, or avoiding certain foods, and taking specific actions, and you still aren't prepared to do what's required to reach your goal, it's because your initial motivation is not enough. Your why is not big enough. It is not meaningful enough. And a great way to overcome this, if you are if you are or have ever struggled with staying on track for a prolonged period of time, what you can do is ask yourself this one, you can say this one word to yourself seven times. You ask yourself the question, why? So let's unpack that initial goal that we outlined. Your goal may be different. I'm just picking a goal which I know resonates with a lot of people. Weight loss. Okay, if the goal is weight loss, how many kilos do you want to lose? Let's say it's 20. Why do you want to lose 20 kilos? Uh, Because it'll make me feel better. Okay, why will it make you feel better? Well, first of all, I'll, you know, I'll have a bit more self-respect for myself because I know that I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not performing at the level I know I can. I'm, I'm letting myself down every day. Okay, why is that important? Why is not letting yourself down important to you? Well, because I used to be in shape and, you know, life got in the way, things got busy and I just let things slide slowly but surely the the weight kept coming on. Okay. So beforehand, when you were perhaps, let's say, a little bit more conscious about your choices and decisions and, you know, the way you were living, you were in in shape. You were at at a weight you, you kind of enjoyed being at. Yeah. Cool. So... Why is that important for you to get back to that weight? Well, well, because I know I can do it. I was there, you know, only a couple of years ago. Yeah, okay, but why is that important? What'll be different? Well, I've got all of these clothes in my wardrobe that have been sitting there for years, just collecting dust. And I know that if I put my mind to it and I, I take the right steps, I can bring them back out. Awesome. And why is that important? What's the significance of bringing those clothes out? Well, that was when I operated at my best. That's when I felt alive. It's when I felt really confident about myself. I would, you know, I would turn up to work early, not just, you know, get there when everybody else does. And I had high standards for myself and I just felt great. Like I would, I would, I would crush life. I felt fucking awesome. I felt on fire. Is that not a motivating purpose? You know, you start actually digging below the surface and you can get some real fucking answers as opposed to, oh, I just want to lose 20 kilos. Well, if that's as far as you go, well, the motivation is going to be very, very low. So yeah, it might excite you for a day, you know, an hour, but when you are faced with those tough decisions 
and you're not enthusiastic or excited about making those calls, whether it be you know the salad v chips example or whatever it might be, maybe it's saying no to to the to the beer on a Friday afternoon. You know, you, that's what it comes down to, guys. Is a deep level of motivation. I keep using the word motivation, aka purpose. Why? Why is your goal important? Try and go a minimum of five layers deep. If you want to conquer your mind and achieve big things with your life, you must understand what you truly value and what drives you. Because if you don't, whenever you're faced with that tough decision or whenever you get to that fork in the road, you're going to take the easy option when in reality, you know that the hard option is what will actually take you to where you want to go and become the person you want to be. But unfortunately, well not, it's not even unfortunately, this is actually a good thing, I believe. It involves some deep, uh, some deep self-exploration and that means actually getting to know you. You know, not who you are, not what age you are, not what you do for, for a profession or with your career, who you are as a human being. And a lot of people hear stuff like that and they think, no, it's a bit woo-woo, fuck that. I understand it, I get it. But the fact is most people are very shallow with their understanding of themselves as an individual. They associate who they are with what they do. Uh, you know, I'm a 35-year-old man and I'm an accountant. Or, you know, I work in retail. It's like, well, you've told me your occupation. It doesn't tell me who you are and what you value and what inspires you and what's meaningful to you at all. You've told me your job. It's like I could have looked on LinkedIn and found that out, fuck. The fact is this, you can accomplish just about anything without enthusiasm. As long as your motivating factor, your deeper goal and purpose is big enough. If you have a big why, you will accomplish shit that other people will only fucking think of in, in any circumstances. You know, when it's sunny, in the middle of winter when it's freezing ass cold and it's it's dark outside and you've still got to go and do your cardio or, you know, it's the middle of winter and you're doing the cold shower challenge. You're like, oh, I don't want to. It's too cold. And you're like, no, I told myself I was going to do this. This is what it fucking takes. That's the separator. That's the difference. You can still do things. You can still achieve your goals without being enthusiastic. So it's like, Somebody who tells me, oh, I hate lunges. I'll just use lunges as an example because it's a very common thing that people don't like to do. If someone tells me directly to my face, Jesse, I don't like lunges. Cool. Guess what we're doing? Lunges. <laughs> I understand you don't like them. I understand you're not enthusiastic about them. But if they will help you get to your larger goal, will you do them? Yeah, I probably will. If I can connect the dots between how a lunge is going to impact your goals... Will you do them? It's not me being an asshole and saying, do lunges. You don't like them? Cool, we're going to do what you don't like. No. What we need to do is connect the dots between how a lunge is going to help you accomplish your big, important, motivating goal. Because when you do that, you will go through almost anything to make it happen. And it's, it is a part of discipline, but it's understanding what drives you. Bottom line, guys, just to leave you with a nugget of wisdom. 
you can accomplish just about anything in the absence of enthusiasm. But you will not accomplish very much if your motivation amounts to words with no depth or substance behind them. So understand the difference between being enthusiastic and excited and bubbly and being motivated by a deeper and a more meaningful purpose. If you loved the wake up call, found it entertaining or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.